breaks our hearts as parents when our children are sad. We can then take proactive steps and create a nurturing environment that promotes emotional well-being at home. Welcome to Epic Mom Life. I am your host, Kara Peterson. This show is sponsored by The Possum's Tale, a unique book adventure for your 6 to 12-year-old child. Let's jump into today's show. Nationwide, our children are struggling with sadness. Learn how to support your child with these simple tips. In recent years, there's been a growing concern about the increasing depression rates among children and adolescents. The mental health of our young ones is of the utmost importance. And as parents, it's crucial for us to not only understand what's behind the sadness, but we want actionable steps to help our children through these struggles. That's what I have for you. If you check out the written blog, you're going to see two great graphs and they have all kinds of references by state and it talks about how many youth have experienced depression and how many are able to and have gotten mental health care. I'm obviously not able to do that here. Many diagnoses of depression require four or more persistent symptoms. So here is a list of common symptoms that indicate depression. Feeling low, sad, or hopeless. Feeling guilty or worthless. Anxiety. Irritability or frustration. Fatigue or low energy. Restlessness. Changes in appetite or weight. Loss of interest in things once enjoyed. Trouble concentrating or remembering. Changes in sleep patterns. Moving or taking, excuse me, moving or talking more slowly, loss of interest in living, aches and pains that do not have any obvious physical cause. Should you be concerned if your child only experienced one depressive episode? A major depressive episode, just so you know, they call it MDE, is classified as having major symptoms of depression continually for two or more weeks or longer. And research says that most people do not experience only one episode. So in my opinion, yes, you should absolutely be concerned and start taking actionable steps if your child has only had only one episode. So you need to make mental health a priority. So fun, not fun, fact, 20% of adolescent girls have experienced a major depressive episode. 10.6 of all of our youth, 2.5 million in the U.S., cope, like this is an ongoing thing, with major depression. Something is just not right, and we need to find solutions to support our children through these times. Here is what you, as a parent, really want to know. What causes depression in our children? And what can we do about it? Social isolation. Kids are social creatures. They want to have a place where they feel that they belong. For some children, this is with a large group. For others, just one friend will meet this need. However, it seems to be a universal need that our children have time to physically connect and interact with at least one other person. When they do not, feelings of loneliness, isolation, and sadness often happen, which are all precursors to depression. 
actionable steps to social isolation. Understand the causes. Why is your child often alone? Do they have social anxiety? Or do they just not have the opportunity to be around others? These are two completely different reasons and they would need to be addressed differently. Create opportunities if your child simply does not have the opportunity. For example, try joining sports, teams, or a club. Attend community events. Schedule play dates, or if your child's older, don't call them play dates, just get togethers. If your child has social anxiety, try to alleviate their worries first. Teach social skills, model social behavior, actually teach your child how to greet others and initiate conversation. Practice active listening and empathy. Teach how to share and take turns. And that isn't just share and take turns objects, but like share and take turns in a conversation. And teach what kindness looks like towards others. Social media, social media, digital overload. One significant factor contributing to the rising percentage of children experiencing social isolation is the pervasive influence of social media and excessive screen time. Research has shown that prolonged exposure to social media platforms can negatively impact self-esteem, can impact body image, and overall mental health. The 24-hour news cycle and clickbait or fear bait that our children are subject to also creates anxiety and an overwhelming feeling of helplessness and hopelessness for the future. As an interesting aside, I was just at Costco yesterday and these two people were talking to each other while I was checking out. And the man, I would say he was probably about 37, the gal asked him if he'd ever been married and he said no. And she said, did you have kids? He said no. He goes, do you want kids? He goes, oh, absolutely not. He says, I can't control my own worries and my own fear. He said, why would I want to bring a children why would I want to bring a child into that? And then how would I help them? So having that 24-hour news cycle going on, if, you, if you're having trouble dealing with it, and so many of us are, think of how that's coming off to your child. Think of how that's affecting your child. Because your child has less skills than you do in dealing with these kind of things. Actionable steps for social media and digital overload. Encourage offline activities and hobbies. I just covered in two articles earlier this month how to deal with um, managing screen time and healthy screen time and a hundred activities that your children would rather do than screen time. So that's a lot more helpful than just say limit screen time. So check those out and those will be in the notes. Promote face-to-face -face events and interests. Set screen time limits and digital, and digital device boundaries. For example, no screens while eating or before bed. Keep the lines of communication open about what children are potentially seeing and hearing on social media. So have conversations about that. Help your children develop critical thinking skills to navigate the digital onslaught. And again, stop that 24-hour news cycle. Do not encourage your children to always be plugged in, even to the news. There is good. Help your child not only see the good in the world, but to focus on it. 
Worries, troubles, and problems are the world of adults. Help your child embrace being a child and keep the doomsday talk away from the kids. I'm not saying children should not have a realistic view of the world. What I am saying is that when you only hear a litany of awful and negative things, your view becomes negative and doomed. Also, children have no control whatsoever at all over their world. They should not be forced to grow up and take on the problems of a world that they can't control. They should still be learning to love each other and get along and play nice. Which leads us to bullying. Bullying and peer pressure have a huge impact on a child's mental health. Remember the child just wants to belong. They just want to be liked and be understood, even if it is with just one person. One of the scariest times in school, in my opinion, is lunch. It is devastating to sit down and eat all by yourself. It's like there's a flashing sign above your head that says, no one wants to be my friend. When you add this isolation to actually being targeted by bullies, it is disastrous for children. Bullying can happen both in person and online. Bullying can occur in kindergarten and as a senior in high school. Be aware of your child's social relationships. Bullying often leads to low self-esteem, anxiety, fear, sadness, and slides into a really deep depression. Actionable steps to the bullying. Encourage your child to be the anti-bully and teach empathy, kindness, and inclusivity. Encourage conversations about bullying and allow your child to have their feelings. That seems like a weird thing to say, but explore the reason for the way your child feels instead of having an immediate response of right and wrong. Ask your child to help you create an anti-bullying policy. Well, what would that look like? How would it work? Lack of emotional support. We have recognized that our children are hurting emotionally. Mental health is no longer in the shadows, nor is it whispered about with shame. We have to do more than recognize that there is an issue. We as adults have to get help for our children. Actionable steps for lack of emotional support. Find a professional that your child will relate to. That's important. Not everybody gels with everybody. Create a nurturing and safe home environment. One of the biggest things is get rid of sarcasm. Encourage communication at home. Create a safe and reliable circle of support for your children. Foster strong relationships within the family. And I'm talking about extended family. Let your child know that they have an entire net or web of people who are there for them and that love them. Teach emotional intelligence strategies to provide tools for managing with difficult emotions. My child is not showing signs of depression. I just want to keep them happy. Well, here is a quick checklist that is not subject specific um, of actionable steps that you can do at home to help your child be resilient and not fall into depression. Emotional awareness. Teach children to identify and label their emotions. 
encourage them to express their feelings through words, drawings, or journals. This helps build self-awareness and emotional intelligence. Mindfulness and relaxation techniques. Introduce simple mindfulness exercises and relaxation techniques, such as deep breathing or progressive muscle relaxation. If this isn't your thing and you're not good at this, I'm not. Go to Spotify, YouTube, any of those kind of things, and just look up playlists for um, Hertz, like music for Hertz. And I think like 144 or 145 is the healing gigahertz, and 464 or something like that is for relaxation. And just have them like sit or do a puzzle or do something quiet while they're listening to that. And that can just be a baby step. I like baby steps. These practices can help children calm their minds and bodies during stressful situations. Healthy lifestyle habits. Promote healthy habits like exercise, adequate sleep, and a balanced diet. Physical well-being has a significant impact on mental health. Problem-solving skills. Teach your kiddos problem-solving techniques such as Breaking problems down into smaller parts. It's hard to take on one big thing. Teach them how to chunk it. Brainstorming solutions and considering the consequences of different actions. Encourage them to approach challenges with a positive mindset and explore different perspectives. Social support. Encourage your, your children to maintain healthy relationships and foster social connections. Support them in developing friendships participating in group activities, and seeking support from trusted individuals when needed. So those trusted individuals could be that net of your family that you've fostered. Positive self-talk. Help your children cultivate positive self-talk by challenging negative thoughts and replacing them with affirming and realistic statements. Teach them to reframe situations in a more positive light. Creative outlets. Encourage your children to engage in creative activities such as drawing, painting, writing, playing music, any of this kind of these kind of things. These outlets can serve as a means of self-expression and emotional release. Time management and organization. Teach your children time management skills to help them prioritize tasks, set realistic goals, and manage their responsibilities effectively. Being organized can reduce a whole lot of stress and improve overall well-being. Encourage problem sharing. Create an open and supportive environment where your children feel comfortable sharing their concerns and seeking your help where needed. Validate their feelings and provide reassurance that it's okay to ask for support. Limit screen time. Set limits on screen time and encourage your children to engage in outdoor activities, hobbies, and social interactions. Promote self-care. Teach your children the importance of self-care and self-compassion. Encourage them to engage in activities they enjoy, practice relaxation, take breaks when needed. And part of that self-compassion is teach them that we all make mistakes and how to accept that and to learn from that so that they can go on and build. Seek professional help if needed. If you notice persistent signs of anxiety or depression in your child, 
despite your efforts, consider consulting a mental health professional. They can provide additional support and guidance tailored to your child's specific needs. It breaks our hearts as parents when our children are sad. We have a vital role to play in supporting our children's mental health. By first understanding the reasons behind this epidemic of depression among our kids, we can then take proactive steps and create a nurturing environment that promotes emotional well-being at home. Let's rise to the challenge of improving our kids' mental health, empowering them with resilience, and guiding them towards a happier and healthier future. Kids movie quote, I was so upset, I forgot to be happy. Eeyore, Winnie the Pooh. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to send you a huge thank you. Please leave me a comment or review and share with other moms you know. Get in touch in the comments or on Kara's social media networks. See you next week for a new episode.